0: You're listening to Rabbi Arya Wubi, Director of Torch, the Torah Outreach Resource Center of Houston. This is the Jewish Inspiration Podcast. All right, welcome back, everybody. Welcome to the Jewish Inspiration Podcast. We are going to try to get into the mode of Hanukkah. Now, Hanukkah, you ask, is 25 days from now. Today is Rosh Chodesh, Tuesday, is Rosh Chodesh, the beginning of the month of Kislev. In 25 days is the amazing festival of lights, the Hanukkah celebration, where eight days we light another candle each day, bringing more light and more light into the world. And the obvious question is, Hanukkah, why are we starting preparation for Hanukkah now? It's an excellent question you ask. So let me tell you, as we're going to see, our sages teach us that the light of every holiday descends to this world 30 days prior to the holiday. So, in fact, we're actually five days late in the beginning of our preparation for Hanukkah. Five days late. But we're still early enough that we can pick up because. What does that mean, the light of the holiday? What is a holiday? What is the purpose of each holiday? Every holiday has special powers that infuse us with a certain element of our connection with Hashem. We know Pesach is a time of redemption. It's a time for a person to get free, to break free of all barriers, all boundaries, all bondage, all slavery, whatever that slavery is. We have each holiday has its special essence that descends at that time. I say just tell us 30 days already, You can, 30 days before the holiday, you can already tap into that energy. That energy is already there. If we have the proper lens on, we can already see and connect with that light. 30 days prior to the holiday. So now, being only 25 days before the holiday of Hanukkah, we really have the awesome opportunity to get into the frame of mind of Hanukkah, to get into, to really absorb as much of of that light as possible. So Hashem should succeed our ways, and hopefully in the coming weeks, we'll spend as much time as we can preparing ourselves for Hanukkah. So what is the purpose of every holiday? Of the entire religion that we have? We know that Judaism is not a religion. Judaism is not a religion. Judaism is a relationship. Everything we have in Judaism is about our relationship with God. So, therefore, we need to understand, we need to learn the inner depths of of each holiday and each mitzvah. So it's not just the performance of a mitzvah because I guarantee you that the way I lit Hanukkah lights in the past was no different, even in my 30s. I lit it exactly the way I lit it when I was five years old. What changed? Nothing. Maybe the color of the candles, maybe the menorah, but the lighting was the same thing. If we don't invest in the internal workings of the mitzvah, then it just stays an external mitzvah. And that's the hope, the attempt that we're going to try and accomplish in these coming weeks is to try to internalize the inner workings of this mitzvah, of lighting the menorah. Not just leave it as superficial, where we go, yeah, we light the menorah, we eat some latkes, we play with the dreidel and buy gifts for our kids and grandchildren, and move on with life. That's not what it's about. That's the way it was when we were five years old. Now let's dig deeper and understand what the fundamentals of this holiday is. Tzorich Ladas, we have to know. B'mitzvot hakedoshos tamun or gadol In every single mitzvah there's a great, magnificent light when a person does the act of the mitzvah the performance of the mitzvah then God bestows that light of that holiday on the individual who's performing the mitzvah and that elevates the soul so imagine there's the secret light in you know lighting the menorah yeah, we can light it and it can just be an ordinary lighting of a menorah like it was when we were five years old. Or we can reveal a whole new light in this mitzvah. And by the way, it's not only the mitzvah of the menorah, our Chanukiah, but it's also the mitzvah of lighting Shabbos candles. It's also the mitzvah of tefillin. It's also the mitzvah of tzitzit. It's also the mitzvah of Shabbos. It's also the mitzvah of challah and it's the mitzvah of kosher. And every single mitzvah that we perform has unbelievable light in it, power. And the more we're able to connect with that power, with that light, the more light is internalized into our existence, bringing us to a whole nother level of pleasure, of closeness, of connection. That's what we're trying to get to. And by the way, elevation of the soul. That's also part of it. Lanu <speaking in Hebrew> If the Almighty sends us such a valuable gift, such an incredible gift, the holiday, and we'll focus only on Hanukkah for a minute. The holiday of Hanukkah is so powerful. Hashem gave it to us. Definitely. If it's such a godly, holy, lofty holiday, then we shouldn't just perform the mitzvah of lighting the candles. Just simply light the candles. But to do everything we can to invest in connecting with the internal workings of this mitzvah. Get into the depths of it. What's really going on? What is this compared to? A person gets a very, very valuable gift. and He's very happy with his gift. Very excited about it. And he takes it, and brings it to his house with its box. It comes in this beautiful box. But he doesn't open it. He doesn't want to use it. He just wants to play with the box. It's a nice box. It's such a beautiful box. He so said, anybody who knows that, or who sees that, will say this person is not enjoying the gift. You say, what are you talking about? Don't tell me what I'm enjoying. I love the box. Right, but if you just opened the box, you'd see that there's so much more in it. I'm happy with the box. Look at the box that I got. And if a person, my children sometimes have that, a package will come, you know, one of those Costco boxes or or Sam's Club boxes, and the kids are so excited, they're jumping in and out of the box, and they're playing in the box, and that's not the point. There's something in that box. There's something in that box. The holiday is not only about the box and the gifts and the and the uh, the latkes and the dreidel and even lighting the menorah. It's the depths of what's going on inside this holiday. The ein dai, It is not enough. It's not enough for a person to perform the mitzvah of menorah, lighting the menorah without any feeling, without any emotion, without any connection. I'm just doing it without any understanding. And you need to understand the inner light the inner light that rests inside that mitzvah. And to go deeper in and understand the light that's in that mitzvah anyone who did not go into the inner depths of that mitzvah, definitely you get rewarded. Imagine, we light that menorah, does that mean that all of those years that we lit the menorah, we didn't understand the inner workings of the mitzvah, that we didn't fulfill the mitzvah? No, you fulfilled the mitzvah. But the inner light of the mitzvah, but you didn't allow for the inner light of that mitzvah to shine. You kept the box closed. You didn't open it up, take out the gift that's inside it. We just, we had the light, we had the box, we had the gift, wrap. Imagine the following. Imagine the king, the president invites you to the White House. and He says, you know, you've been such a an incredible asset to our country, to our nation, You've done so many great things. I want to get you a gift. I want to give you a gift. And he invites you to the White House, and they have this beautiful state dinner, and at the state dinner, gives you a box, and inside the box is the gift. But you say, Mr. President, I have never seen such a beautiful wrapping in my life. I mean, this wrapping paper is just, it's just beautiful. I want to save it. At, right meanwhile you have inside a gold medal you have something else inside but who cares i'm just praising the wrapping what's gonna what are people gonna say this person's a little mashuga right what's wrong with them they have the most incredible gift from the president and they don't even open the gift they just praise the wrapping this is similar to what our sages tell us that if someone is studying torah and they see a beautiful tree And they stop studying Torah to praise the tree, there's a death penalty for that. Now, no one's going to stone them to death, but the Mishnah is telling us something when the Mishnah says that. You're only praising the wrapping, you're not praising the actual gift. The actual gift is the Torah. The trees are the wrapping. All the beauty in the world that you see around you is only the wrapping. Yeah, so people can go along their whole lives praising the wrappings, investing in the wrappings, or they can invest in what's inside the box, the actual gift. And that's that light that comes to the world. Our goal is to reveal that light. Whoever is God fearing, and they're cognizant of their relationship with God, and they want to reveal God's light in this world, and he wants to attain something that will last forever, an enrichment that will be forever in your life. put it on their, on their heart. It's not enough to just do the act of the mitzvah but we have to invest and to understand the inner workings of the mitzvah and then to feel it. You know, there are great sages who would do this. They would spend an enormous amount of time preparing for a holiday. Every holiday. Every mitzvah. It says, the Talmud says that the early pious Jews, what would they do? They would prepare for prayer for one hour before prayer. Prayer would be an hour. And then after prayer, they would wind down for an hour. What? The Talmud asks one second. That means nine hours a day they were praying. When are they going to get work done? What does the Talmud tell us? People who pray like that don't need to work that much. People who are connected on such a high level don't need to work that much. When we invest in preparation for Hanukkah, we're going to get to the actual preparation. But we're talking about first the value of preparation, the value of getting into the mode. I've seen videos of very, very righteous, pious Jews who couldn't contain themselves when it came to the mitzvah of Hanukkah. They were crying the emotion, that now they're at that level, they're at that point of bringing that light out to the world. The emotion, the the excitement, the energy, the fear. Wow, such an awesome mitzvah. So it's not just an ordinary mitzvah. It's not just an ordinary thing that we're doing where we're saying, oh, it's another mitzvah, Hanukkah, very nice. I'm gonna put my blue and white uh, flags, and I'm gonna, put, you know, put some lights because my neighbors they have the the Xmas lights, so I'm gonna put my Hanukkah lights. That's that's missing the boat. What's really in this holiday? The What does it mean? To invest time and effort into uh, into the learning about the essence of the mitzvah. And what is the special light that comes from this holiday. And what is the method to acquire and attain this great light, this virtue. In order for a person to learn how to enlighten themselves and lighten up the world when they fulfill this mitzvah it doesn't you can't just arrive one day and be like oh i got it i'm all connected it takes a lot of work it takes a lot of effort just like we all understand that marriage people can get married they can elope overnight and we know how the that works doesn't Yeah, we went to Vegas, we got married, we fell in love, and then the next day they're like, um, can we, what did I do? How do I get out of this, right? That's not how marriage is built. Marriage is built with hard work. Can anybody say that the love that they can declare to their spouse after 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years is the same as when it was back when they were young children? 61 years. Look at that. Amazing. After 60 years of marriage, do you think maybe the I love you is a little bit deeper, a little bit more real, a little bit more intense love than just when you were little kids and you said I love you? Of course, because you invested so much more in it. And when you see the little kids saying I love you, you laugh. You'd be like, what do you know about love? Right? I'm in lust. I'm in infatuation. I'm in, there are many other ways to define it. In love. Be married for 20, 30, 40 years. Invest in your relationship. Then you know what love is about, perhaps. The idea that we can just perform a mitzvah and feel that closeness just like that doesn't work it takes an enormous investment an enormous focus to get ourselves to a place where we can feel that connection with the mitzvah that's why we're taking our time 25 days before Hanukkah investing in learning and understanding what is this light of Hanukkah umishi is bonem someone who in, in investigates in themselves we see this in everything the more you prepare for something the more ready you'll be certain things you can prepare your entire life and you're still not ready I remember my rabbi said he met a young guy just got married a few weeks after he got married comes to the yeshiva and his face is down and the rabbi sits down next to him and says so you had your first fight didn't you he says, yes. He says, well, now you can say Mazel Tov. Now you're married. Now you are, now you will learn what it means to work through it and to overcome and to now become even closer. Now your relationship starts to come together. When times are good and everything is fun, that's great. But when, it's, when you work through those struggles, when you work through those challenges... And it doesn't just come like that. It takes hard work. It takes a lot of time. That's when your marriage begins to flourish. That's when you say, ah, that's why I married this person. Because now we have a beautiful, harmonious relationship when we're able to work through those challenges. Our relationship with God is no different. It doesn't just happen that we feel the joy of Shabbos. It doesn't just happen that we feel the joy of any mitzvah that we perform. It takes time. It takes focus. It takes energy. It takes trial and error. There are going to be times that we're going to try and we're going to try and we're going to try and we're going to fail. But eventually we'll get to a point where it's going to be incredible joy and incredible love. And everybody knows that no marriage is on autopilot. It takes constant work. You know, this couple comes to the rabbi and they say to the rabbi, "She, the wife says, my husband doesn't love me anymore. So the, rabbi, so the rabbi asks the husband, is that true? Your wife says you don't love her anymore. So what are you talking about? She says, yeah, he never says I love you. He said, what are you talking about? I told you when we got married I love you. And if anything changes, I'll let you know. We all know that doesn't work. There's no autopilot in marriage. It's a constant investment. It's a constant nurturing. The relationship we have with God is no different. Every mitzvah that we perform, I heard from a rabbi, very prominent rabbi in this generation. He said, you know my goal? My goal is one time to perform one mitzvah in its perfection. One mitzvah. And this is not some guy who's new to Judaism He's been practicing his whole life. But one mitzvah in its perfection. That's the goal. If we could only fulfill the mitzvah of Hanukkah one time in its absolute perfection, that's our goal. So an example. Everybody feels excited when it comes to the lighting of the Hanukkah candles. She mitzvah chaviva admod. It's a very special and dear mitzvah to each and every one of us. Some reason we all feel all warm and fuzzy when it comes to Chanukah, right? Like the Rambam tells us. But what happens right after we light? I felt so excited, exhilarated about this mitzvah, and now I lit the candles. It's already done. Now what? I lit the candles. Okay, I was very excited, but what's going on? It's like, okay. A little bit over over excited perhaps. <speaking in Hebrew> Particularly on the eighth day. <speaking in Hebrew> Chanukah is already over. Wow, how did that happen? We just started and it's over. It's gone. It's fleeting. <speaking in Hebrew> now we feel like we missed out. We didn't, something was lacking. We didn't maximize this holiday. Anybody get the feeling? I felt that. It's like, okay, it was great, but like what? That's it? What's the reason for this feeling? Because the neshama is wanting a closeness with God, and it's tired. That soul within us that neshama is seeking a connection with God and after eight days it's tired that it hasn't gotten it you haven't fed me that connection appropriately it's yearning the soul which lives in a godly realm locked up in our physical body wants to connect with that light but we haven't given it the opportunity to do that. If it did not merit to connect with that light, it has pain. It so yearned and desired and waited for that connection. It didn't get it. And now it's thirsty for that connection. Now the holiday is over and the light is gone. So it feels like, oh, I missed an opportunity. I wanted to connect and I didn't connect as much as I, as I desired. Don't get me wrong, he said, the rabbi says. We get the mitzvah. We fulfilled the mitzvah. Even if you fulfilled it in a very dry manner. He said the bracha, lit the candle, Goodbye. It didn't feel like a a spiritual connection. He says the soul is only sad because it could have been so much more enriched in the process. It could have been elevated so much more. But if a Jew merits to light the menorah properly, imtam, with a flavor, not dry, with a rich flavor of this holiday, and to feel a closeness and a connection with the light of this mitzvah, and with internalizing, and with introspection of the mitzvah, and with connection to its eternal light, then the light of the menorah will light up the soul or mufla rum mala with an unbelievable elevated light the and then the soul will feel satiated it'll feel fulfilled from that holy connection because that light will be able to maintain itself throughout the entire year the and therefore our sages tell us. Therefore, it's so important for us to invest time in what is the light of Hanukkah. What is the true light of this holiday? And to prepare ourselves appropriately. We always talk about the importance of creating the vessel that can contain something. We're creating ourselves as a vessel, preparing ourselves as a vessel that's able to contain something. When we prepare for the holiday, we're creating the vessel that is able to attain that holiness. We're allowing that light in. And then we will merit with God's holy mercy hopefully we will be able to feel fulfilled properly from the light of this mitzvah forever so one mitzvah that we're able to fulfill in its perfection to prepare ourselves we talked about this since the beginning of this uh, terrible war that has been sprung upon us We talked about taking one mitzvah upon ourselves, one mitzvah in perfection, any mitzvah. It really is important for us to spend time preparing for Hanukkah. Now, that doesn't only mean going online and saying, what is Hanukkah? And, you know, finding a few articles, going to Wikipedia and saying, well, back in, you know, the times of the, right? That's not what it's about. Of course it's important, so we get the history, we get the background. But it's much more than that. Being able, it says, by the way, what's the source of the Torah, uh, in the Torah for Hanukkah? There are many sources. What? It's not a commandment, it's not a biblical commandment, but there's many, many hints in the Torah for Hanukkah. Many hints. Like the 25th, we know the 25th day of Kisleif, 25th word in the Torah is light. The day in which the temple was ready for assembly, it was all, everything was all the tools, everything, all of the vessels, everything was prepared, was Hanukkah, was 25th day of Kislev. It's a very powerful day. This day was predestined as a day of Hanukkah, a day of light. This is a time where the light from heaven descends on this earth and gives us the ability to bring that light into our souls. So, God willing, next week, we're going to start touching on the actual tools that we have to bring that light in. What do we need to do? What do we connect with? What is it That Hanukkah is so special that brings us to an elevated plane during these days of Hanukkah. We're lighting a menorah. It's not just a physical light that we're lighting in our homes by our front windows or by our front door. That's not the only thing we're doing. We're connecting on a much deeper level to a whole different sphere. And God willing next week we'll talk more about this and hopefully bring that light in to our lives. Not only by the way for ourselves, we bring it into the world. We become a vessel through which more godly light comes into this world. Hashem should bless us all that we should be worthy vessels for that light. And we should have an amazing Hanukkah filled with light in the world where the world is able to see that light and connect to God in a greater level. Amen. You've been listening to the Jewish Inspiration Podcast, a Torch production. Become a supporter at torchweb.org because your assistance enables more Torah learning around the globe. To find more lessons offered by Torch, please visit torchpodcasts.com.